Say it with me now. Alleluia. Alleluia. Say it like you mean it. Alleluia. Alleluia. Amen. Because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. That is what that Alleluia means. We hear it echoed down the centuries. In a way, we hear it echoing in Genesis when God says he saw that it was good. We hear it echoing in the yes of Abraham when he gives his faith to God along with his son Isaac. We hear it, in a sense, echoing in the triumphant song of the Hebrew people on the shore of the sea as they see the Egyptians drown in the Red Sea waters. We hear it echoed, in a sense, in the words of the prophets as they speak of restoration and divine wisdom and purification and new life. But we hear it definitively proclaimed, climactically proclaimed, in the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. When we say, Alleluia, we express what? Victory. We express security. We express safety. Because Jesus is risen. Right? There was a time, we've been remembering it for the past 40 days, where Jesus felt all of the violence and the evil and the manipulation that the world could dish out. But now that he is risen, he is beyond any violence or evil or interference that the world could ever thrust at him. He is beyond it all. He is untouched by it all. He is, as it were, the still point in a turning, spinning world. He is the one thing that is certain, the one person in whom we can ultimately trust. Because the truth is, nothing else lasts. Raise your hands if you saw the other day uh, or, or read about or heard on the radio Notre Dame Cathedral. In flames. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a pretty awful sight. It was uh, just unbelievable that that could happen. So what, a, what a tragedy, what a loss that was. Such a, a, a beautiful, inspiring building that had been made so many centuries ago. Now, of course, we're all glad that the, uh, the damage wasn't as bad as we originally thought it was. It sounds like the structure is still largely intact and a lot of the stained glass windows, many things were saved. But it was burned. I mean, you know, they're going to spend, obviously, lots of time and lots of money restoring it and uh, doing their best to, to make it beautiful again. But it will never be the same. And as I watched it burn, I couldn't help but think that that burning cathedral is almost like an anti-image of the resurrection. Right? Here's this, this building that was made so sturdily to withstand the ages. And in fact, it's been around for over 800 years now. It was the best of human ingenuity and human strength. Everything that it could be, in a a sense, as it stands there in the center of Paris, the kind of the great cultural city of Europe, in a sense representing all of Europe and in that sense all of Western culture itself. And yet, in one day, before our eyes, it burned. And that should remind us 
that there is nothing, nothing created which lasts forever, nothing in which we can finally put our trust. The greatest brilliance and ingenuity of the human mind, human sciences, they cannot save us in the end. They will not last forever. The greatest strength, the collective might of all of the people of the earth and all the cultures in the world cannot create anything which will endure forever. We cannot ultimately put our trust in that. There is no perfect government that will be so well balanced as to always bring justice and never experience corruption in which we can place our hope. Even the church, insofar as her human side is concerned, is not always reliable and trustworthy. We've just gone through yet another terrible year in the Catholic Church of these uh, revelations of heinous evil deeds by her ministers. And uh, we see, we see that we cannot even always put trust in the church, in her human members. And we look at our own lives. What is it in our personal life that we feel secure in, in which we feel that we can really trust? Maybe it's our relationships with our family and our, our friends. Maybe it's our vocation, our job, our skills and abilities, which we use uh, all the time. So, well, maybe it's something simple, uh, a childhood relic that always brings us that sense of comfort like, uh, you know, Rosebud and Citizen Kane or something like that. Whatever it is, whatever it is, as we look at Notre Dame on fire, we have to admit that there is no created thing that lasts forever. Death takes away our loved ones. Sin destroys relationships all kinds of catastrophes and unexpected violences and evils that are part of the world destroy the things that are precious to us. The one thing, the one person who remains always is Jesus Christ. And that is because he is risen. He is risen from the dead. He is untouchable by all these things. There is nothing that the world or the devil or the flesh can do to change his mind about us, to change his heart about us, to change his plan to redeem us. What kind of a man who is also God is this Jesus in which we're supposed to be placing our trust? The Easter story tells us. Easter evening, Jesus, risen from the dead, comes to visit his apostles. And they're in scripture, they're, they're very clearly terrified by that. Now, obviously, that's in one sense because something crazy, something strange that they have not expected is happening. But probably also because the disciples, the apostles, knew very well that they had betrayed him. They had abandoned him. And they may have very well thought that if he was coming back, he was coming back to get vengeance on all of them because they sure as heck deserved it. But that is not what he did. In that upper room, he said, peace be with you. That is who Jesus is. He comes risen from the dead to give us peace. 
to give us forgiveness and mercy. And that mercy and forgiveness are always available to us because he is risen from the dead. We might say, well, I don't always feel like I'm a very good Catholic. I don't always get to Sunday Mass or I don't give enough money to the poor, or I don't obey the church's uh, doctrines on contraception or some other topic, you know. Maybe we might say, I don't even feel like I'm a very good Christian. I lie, and I cheat, and I steal. I fall into sexual sin. I let my anger get the best of me. Whoever we are, whatever we struggle with, it is not in our own strength or our own selves, or any created thing that we trust or look to for our ultimate purpose, but in the love of this same Jesus Christ, which will never change. It is always there, always accessible to us, because he is risen from the dead. All that we have to do, all that we have to do is to place our faith in Jesus Christ, to repent for our sins and to live a life of holiness and goodness. Today we celebrate the sacraments of initiation. Tammy, you, our sister, are here along with uh, the infant James from our parish because you want to put your trust in Jesus Christ in this way. In him alone you have found your salvation. My brothers, Mike and Javier, you are here to profess your faith, not only in Jesus Christ, but in the Catholic Church specifically. Because even though she is unreliable in her human members, she is still divine as the body of Jesus Christ. And in him, we can place that trust. You are here to become one with us in the faith. But all of us, All of us are here tonight to renew those promises, those vows of our baptism. That each day we will grow in faith. We will deepen our love. We will strengthen our hope. Our hope, our faith, and our love in Jesus Christ who is risen from the dead. That is what we are here to celebrate. That is what we are here to profess. That Jesus, risen from the dead, is worthy of our very lives and our very selves. And that in him alone, we find the meaning and the purpose of our lives. And so, understanding what we are saying, what we are meaning, let us say it once again. Alleluia. Alleluia.